Sports Podcast. Uh, I'm Dog Pound Douglas uh, here with my man Corey, Swim Man. Uh, we've uh, been absent for a while, so we decided to jump back into it and see if we can't bring you guys some exciting entertainment and some good laughs, possibly. Hopefully, we're gonna like sound, look like idiots, but I do know one thing. This is like the podcast 2.0 because like we're just doing this live. Hopefully, it's working out great. I um, I'm imagining it being amazing because I set it up and it looks really cool. If you notice all the cool graphics, that's because I'm a genius, Mr. It. I don't let me pat myself on the back too much though. Yeah, because you've said before you've had everything figured out and. You know, we, we've went through many technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah, that's honestly what the show should be named, and it still yeah. might be named that. All right, yeah. so, like, let's jump into it. We kind of wanted uh, – you thought we should touch on, like, like more modern stuff, like especially the XFL's buzzing big time right now. So, like, let's let's see what we, we have to say about it, you know. Um, what are your first impressions? Like, uh, how much did you watch, um, and what do you think? I watched the uh, first um – First weekend, uh, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I like the fact that these guys are out there smacking each other, you know, kind of old school football style. Um, I love the the reporting on the sideline is awesome. Um, I don't know how much longer they're going to do that, you know, just because of uh, (laughs) some of the comments that were made. Oh, yeah, that and it is disrespectful. Um, it, it's funny, you know, you mess up, you got a camera in your face asking you, hey, how do you feel about this? Or, hey, uh, kicker, do you feel like a piece of shit for losing the game? Oh, yeah, yeah. I do feel like a piece of shit. Yeah. But, but I think you know it, in a weird I, way, I think do you funny, think maybe though. it like, like as a kicker, I was thinking about this, like, uh, do you think maybe it takes a little bit of that pressure off of you? Like, you don't have to worry about talking to the media and all this. Like, right away, you just, like, repent for your sins, and you can just go out there. Because that dude missed a 35-yarder, had to talk about it, and then nailed, like, a 50-yarder. Dude, he hit a 55-yarder that probably would have been good from 75 yards. That ball was at the top of the goalpost. So he could have backed up another 15 yards and hit it. Yeah. over the goalposts like that was that was a, a very clutch kick for him plus yeah. he got his redemption he was like hey i missed the opportunity to put points on the board they called my number i got it done so that, that was that was good i mean I, just, I, I didn't like hearing all the play calls i did at first i thought i would enjoy it more than i did but i felt like it started to take away from the game like the commentators were trying to use it too much and i don't yeah. i just didn't think it worked the way they wanted it to uh, yeah i think it was a little bit too much because people was trying to listen to the commentators plus the calls coming in and yeah. I, I i if they could take away like um the play call itself yeah and then maybe um incorporate like the coach's advice and stuff like that i thought that was pretty um, insightful in a way. Yeah, it was. You 
But it's like, it, but the play calling itself, like, I felt like they were just trying to lay up, like, give the commentators layups because they don't have Tony Romo to, like, actually predict oh, the yeah. plays. So yeah. they were trying to, like, oh, well, whenever they say, you know, uh, bean sandwich, that's going to be a sh- uh, streak to the outside because he has single coverage and the safety's drawn. And it's yeah. like, instead of the commentators already knowing that, like, I don't know. That, that's what I, I, it felt I, like. Another thing they could probably take out is the um... – the quarterback conversations, because I mean, how many times do you got to hear a guy's cadence? You know, right. hurry, hurry, say go, hurry, hurry. You know, yeah. you know. So it's, I mean, I think uh, that they should have like the they should have like the fans like talking, like they should just find a couple drunk fans and just like like come into them like on third like a third down or something like okay let's talk to billy our third down fan and he just comes <laughs> it's just some guy he's wasted and he's just like oh fucking go for it <laughs> <laughs> no but i don't think that'll work um over <laughs> overall though i uh I, I really like the uh the kicking situation yeah i at first i didn't think i would uh enjoy that but after watching it a few times i'm like they might have something here um it's kind of funny isn't it because like the nfl like that's what been the age ever since this concussion stuff safer league like the kickoff's been the 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 topic of discussion with the high impact right yeah nobody can think of a possible other way we could do it except for just eliminating it and then the xfl's like yeah watch this we're gonna yeah we got it we figured it out we did it yeah uh yeah I, I really enjoyed that. My thing is is um, with the some of the things the XFL is doing, do you think the NFL will try to steal any of those ideas? 100%. They stole some <laughs> stuff from the AAF, um, and they'll do the same. I, I think this is like – I, but I think this is the key thing. The XFL seems to be going for this like – uh, individual approach like it like more for the viewer right rather than like a national broadcast where the okay. NFL is like a more of a professional national broadcast i feel like the xfl is going for this individual like experience right like a viewer yeah. experience and i think that if they embrace that totally and just and turn that into like just embracing the internet and, and having people do like a, you know like um uh, Finding like I don't know like a like a bigger sports company or like old players or something to just do live broadcasts. You could listen to whatever broadcasters you yeah. want and just fully embrace the internet and like they kind of have already. That's yeah. how they beat the NFL. You yeah. know, kick kick NFL and its corporate dick and and do the opposite. And that's I mean Vince McMahon's a smart guy, so that might be the route they end up taking. And, you know, you see the reporters walking around and I don't know they're trying to be really exclusive, like all you know uh, exclusive yeah. or whatever. And it's nice that, you know, all of the major networks um, embrace embrace them. You know, they're on Fox, ABC, ESPN, CBS. Um, yep. They even got some of the uh, or, or, uh, older commentators that do NFL and different sports games. So, like, I feel like people are, are really embracing this a lot more than I feel like they did the AAF. Now, do um, you know? Um, let me ask you about the broadcast because I I think I read or heard somewhere, and I didn't get to look it up, but I, there was some deal they had set up. I think that the broadcast gets all of the like commercial advertising completely one hundred percent. Like they cut some type of deal the way to get that broadcasted that like worked out 
perfectly. So it was like one place where they really did better than the AAF, I guess, or whatever it was to get their games on more. I don't know. I need to look into it. I might have just made that up, but I I thought I had a – maybe I had a dream about it the other day or something, but I'm pretty sure it's something along the lines. That's something we can look up and post on in the group just to, for clarification. Um, I do want to ask you about um, what do you think about them possibly – bringing in freshmen and sophomores um, to play. So it would be like a job? Well, no. So basically if a kid wants to come out of high school and go to the XFL, right. and he can. Um, from what I understand, it's going to be kind of a case-by-case basis. You know, So like if the XFL feels like you're ready, then you can go. Um, and then if you choose to – go instead of going to college um it sounds sounds messy is what it sounds i I mean i'm not like opposed from it because it doesn't seem to be the to me it looked like college football that was just with a few new tricks you know what i mean that's what it felt like which is what i was hoping for because yeah but at the same time you do have you know a lot of guys that you know have made it to that next step. And, and, and with, you know, with the college rule is, you know, you got three years and then you can go to the league. So I I feel like if the, with, with college football or yeah, with college sports, um, going to start incorporating them getting some kind of a kickback from everything. I feel like it, it, it will probably be a smooth transition and yeah. depending and depending on the pay difference of going to college as compared to going to X, to the XFL, um, I, I think that's where a lot of these kids will um, make up their mind. But I do feel like regardless, if even if you are a freshman and decide to go to the XFL, you should still have to wait that three year minimum period before you because can go of into the size because of the size and the speed. I yeah. mean, you're all. And so, yeah, I feel like they should still do that. I think that's probably one of the best rules that college football has and the NFL has. It'll be interesting to see how the XFL um, values the player safety compared to the NFL. I mean, uh, obviously they're going to have to take it serious because the NFL has faced so much backlash about it, so it's going to be really interesting to see how they deal with it opposed to how the NFL has. Maybe yeah. they'll go with some type of waiver form, something of saying, well, you know what I mean, yeah, we can only do so much to, you know what I mean? Or well, I, like, I believe these guys already have to sign a waiver. Okay. Just, you know, because, you know, they, they came in and I believe they came in with the mindset like, you know, we're right. kind of playing backyard football here. Yeah. We're playing organized backyard football. Not that I think they're pushing anything like barbaric. No, I, I, no. I, don't, I think they're trying to do the best they can of preserving football like we like to watch. Yeah, yeah. That, with it being a little safer. So, yeah. I mean, but the NFL hasn't perfected that either, so it's not no. like we can act like there's some standard that you have to live up to anyways. Well, you know? yeah, but I, I know over but the But the weekend, kickoff rule is one I, reason they, they, they did a great job there. You know? Yeah, but I know over the weekend I've seen several hits where guys probably would have been ejected and fined and, and stuff like that in the NFL. I don't know how many times I've seen a quarterback get destroyed. Whereas if that was, you know, somebody like 
Tom Brady or Drew Brees, you know, it would have been a flag. And, you know, they was just like, all right, this guy popped back up and kept on playing. Well, let's keep in mind, it was week one. So let's see how if they reel reel that in a little bit as the season goes on. Because they wanted it to be – they wanted a loud – they wanted to make a statement week one. So I feel like they were like, let the boys play. Now, there wasn't a lot of penalties or anything, but let's see how this league actually develops because week one we know Vince is going to try and put on a show. Yeah, he's going to try to put on a show. Um, Speaking of when they started, me, I feel like they – they started too soon. I agree. I, I think they should have um, waited a week and then started two weeks after the Super Bowl. Um, for one, I feel like it would have uh, given people time to get over the NFL, but at the same time crave it more. Yeah. And then when you look at um, when their playoffs and their, and their championship games are um, – it's the week before the playoffs start the week before the draft. And then the um, championship is the Sunday after the draft. Right. I feel like, I feel like if they would have expanded that out a little bit more, uh, that way they wasn't trying to compete with the NFL. Like the NFL could still have its thunder of the draft. And then the XFL could still have its thunder of the playoffs and championship to where now it's going to be like people are going to, probably watch the XFL, but more people are probably be going to be talking about what their teams are going to do in the draft or what they've done in the draft. So I just feel like here's the thing. This- you have to consider this with the schedule is very tricky. One are all these games. Being, they're not all being played inside, right? No, I think they're outside. Some of them okay, so like, outside. you know, Southern, like Tampa, that type, like they can only play so late probably. Like then you're having like player safety concern, I'm sure, of like, yeah. like you know, temperatures. And secondly, um, you got to con- – like the NFL is a year-long thing now. And if anything, now is the downtime. I mean you get the combine and then the draft stuff. But right after the draft, you got free agency, the new well, league year. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's like when do you find the perfect moment? Yeah, it's but I, I, I feel like, okay, so you go from the combine to the draft and that's all anybody's going to be talking about. Now free agency is going to be – that first day of free agency, which is, you know, usually the craziest day, and then it starts to wind down. So, you know, I, I don't think in that aspect that they would be clashing so much with the NFL. Plus, it, it, it extends football, you know, just a couple of weeks longer. I agree with you. I, I just I think they were trying to fit into that window that was was the NFL off, true off season. You know, yeah, like yeah. I, I think that was the goal, and it might be something they reconsider. But it's tough. I mean, and, but really, there's nothing going on right now. I mean, so it's, oh, kind of, no. it's not bad. It's more just that the NFL just ended. Yeah, that, that's true. I, I just, me personally, I think they should have waited. At least the There's week. definitely at a le- time at least the week. in the summer. I f- summer is on. But the cats. I- sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so like summer is almost perfect because I feel like that's when people are really starting to crave football, you know. But you still got quite a wait. Yeah, but the, but during the summer, that's where you really got to worry about the the player safety with health issues. And exactly. Over- so they would, they, they would have yeah. to play all the games inside, but, which so, they could but, do. But even if they extended a week here, we're talking about them finishing, you know, the uh, 
first week of May. I mean, think about it. You could have the Kentucky Derby, the XFL Championship, Cinco right. de Mayo. Like, yep. awesome. Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I, I think we should get a Canton team, man. Okay. Yeah, yeah that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, uh, I'm I'm on board for that. Like, yeah. not a Cleveland so, team. I'm so, not so, supporting that. Well, no, something to represent the Hall of Fame city. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. If most of you guys, if some of you guys don't know, we're from very close to the Hall of Fame city. Yeah. We're in the birthplace of football. That's why we were football guys. <laughs> um. Uh. Last, I guess, I guess the last few things about the XFL. Um. I, I just I, – how much did you watch? Because, like, I – honestly, I didn't feel good over the weekend. I slept a lot, so I didn't get to watch nearly as much as I wanted. I wanted to see my boy Cardell. I made sure to do that. And I didn't get to see – I have the Roughnecks or whatever in our, like, Schwint Sports XFL drawing. And okay. I saw that dude bald hey, the d- fuck yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Plus, that defense was uh, pretty good. I, I forget who played the other game. It was the Vipers and uh, – maybe. Uh, I don't remember, but that defense was ridiculous. Like that that kid, I think their their starting quarterback was hurt. They ended up hurting the other quarterback, and and, and then they just kept kind of uh, flip flopping quarterbacks. Like it's one like guy, blitz. yeah, like one guy would come in for a series, and then he wouldn't do nothing. They bring the other guy in, but that defense looked looked tough. Like so, right. I, it, it'll be. Uh, I'm not sure what the divisions are. But it'll be tough to see how that defense carries on. I mean, hell, the one uh, team already got rid of their defensive coordinator. Yeah, I saw you know, that. It's like, wow. Brutal. It's like, yeah, it's so WWE. What if yeah. they had to, like, fight for contracts, like, in the offseason or something? You could cash in. Money in the bank. I'm going to be the coach of this team for the Super Bowl. You suck it. <laughs> okay, real quick, um, before we move on, uh, I've seen a lot of memes about um, – the winner of the XFL plays the the worst team in the NFL, and yeah. the winner either gets to the winner goes to the NFL, and the loser goes to the XFL. Yeah. What do you think about that? Uh, I first off, I love it. I don't see it happening ever in hell. Oh no, um, man, that would be great. Yeah, that would be the funniest shit ever. I mean, could you imagine like being the first team? in the NFL that got demoted to a farm league. Oh man. Well, it, it would, it would put a new twist on tanking, right? You couldn't, you would have to tank like strategically. You'd be like, well, we got to tank, but not too much. Cause the XFL boys are pretty good this year. Yeah. It, you know what though? If the roster went to the NFL, it would create a really interesting wrinkle because you would have like, these guys would be so hungry to get to the league and prove something like as underdogs, if they were the XFL champions, dude, I yeah. don't know, man, it could yeah. be, could, that could, could be but, good. But could you imagine? It's uh, like the XF- guards versus the prisoners. Yeah, yeah. The meme. Could you imagine meme machine just like <laughs> running, running Dude. fifteen and one and winning the Super Bowl? Like we need meme machine <laughs> XFL team. All right, so that's it. I got. A few that's the more Canton XFL. team. That's the Canton team. And meme machine. machine. Yeah, we're on team Mean Machine. Let's get that going. Schwinn Sports has got to get that off the ground. We got enough people that we can create a movement. You know what? One voice can change a city, and a city can change a state, and a state can get us Mean Machine in Ohio. And I'm behind it. 
And I'm not done talking about the XFL because this is all – I love the XFL. <laughs> I had some more things I was going to ask you about. Well, go ahead. go ahead. Go so ahead. So do you do you like the teams? Do you think they all looked – the uniforms, everything looked professional, right? It didn't look like – some of the old XFL kind of just looked cheesy and everything. I felt like it all looked clean. It looked like a real yeah. league. I, yeah. I, I loved it. Yeah. I thought I that mean, was good. It, it looked like a uh... – I'm gonna say like a lower tiered college um, atmosphere. It, the whole thing with, felt with, like with college the, with, with a twist, with a professional, with a professional twist to it. With a twist, yeah. So yeah, yeah. the old twist. I uh, I th- did. Uh, okay, so like the next thing is is like who are the big names that we're gonna see in the XFL? Like, there's got to be some people. Like, if they wanted to bring in some people, like, there's got to be somebody that ends up there, like a wild card from the NFL. Like, that's what we need. Like Antonio Brown or something. Like, like Manzel. Possibly Johnny. Possibly. Um, like I said, the one um, team, their quarter, they're they're in a dire quarterback situation. I think they the guy they brought in to start the game. They just brought him in this week. You know, so he literally had like a week to learn the playoff or the um, playbook. Um, I could see Manziel um, possibly making a change depending on um, where he is in his personal life. Um, Miami got a team? Does Miami have a team? Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, I was just saying, he would do some cocaine. Uh, and get yeah. Um, I know there's there's a lot of guys that's in there. Um, there's a couple guys from the Steelers that played for the Steelers. You had uh, Sammy Coates and, and Eli Rogers. Eli Rogers. All um, so they should get uh, bring back uh, Kenneth Dixon and uh, um, no Dennis Dixon. Kenneth Dixon's a dentist around here. Uh, <laughs> Dennis Dixon, remember him from Oregon? Yeah, I thought he was going to be great. He yeah. sucked. And also, yeah, did you say Limus Swede? No. Okay. Yeah, Lyman Sa- Sa- Sweet Sa- too. Sa- Sa- Sammy, Sammy Coates and uh, Eli Rogers. Yeah, e- Eli like Rogers Sammy. is actually he's on the uh, DC Defenders. He plays That's with my team. Uh, Cardell. Yeah, and I think Sammy Coates is on the Roughnecks. So That's my second team. Um, then I think they have a guy played a cornerback. He had an interception. So they they do have a lot of guys that you know are either trying to right. make their way Corner back to bubble. the NFL. And, you know, they have guys that's, uh, you know, trying to just get a shot. I want to see some crazy stuff, though. Like, I don't know, like a dude that was like like Allen Iverson-esque, and he just decides I'm going to play football and just goes to the XFL just to, like, ball out. Oh, that like, was, I want to see, yeah. like, just some pure athletes go there, just try and play some – like Le- LeBron James. Well, I mean, and, and that's a possibility. I mean, if you think about it, look at, you know, a lot of um, – the later um, tight ends in the league, you know, they all started out playing basketball and then they switched over to football. So I, right. I could see, I could see some of the uh, bigger basketball guys um, that don't make it out of college to the NBA or whatever, possibly going that route and, and whatnot. Right. Um, and I guess the other thing I was going to ask you is like, What's your favorite? Like you obviously love the one, two, three rule after a touchdown. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody that was, that loves that. Yeah. Nobody went for three. Nobody went for three. I seen a couple people go for five. Did these um, people from the five? I mean, do people not realize how hard it is to get in from the one? 
they act like it's a for sure thing. It's never a for sure thing. Yeah, I would want yeah. the don't you like I feel like you want the room in the red zone like when you're on there sometimes. Yeah, like spread um, it out, give yourself some room to work. Yeah, the the one coach actually said like out of all three options, he felt like the uh, the two point conversion was probably the easiest to get. You know, from the five yard line, um, the ten yard line. I think they just incorporated that just. Just on the basis of, you know, you being down, you know, 12 points or something like that instead of and you don't think you can get two touchdowns. So you go for the, the touchdown in the three point and try to get the ball back and go for the tying field goal or something. So I, I feel like the, the, the three point um, shot in football is going to be like a, a game time decision. I don't think anybody's going for the three three like after their first touchdown yeah but analytics say that you probably should if this was the nfl we'd be going for it every time <laughs> go, for two, go for three baby go for three well it I definitely mean, makes it more interesting like it adds like a strategic element to it that you're um you know what i'm saying like basically uh Imagine that in the NFL. Like, you're not – you could always be within nine points. Like, it just changes everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. It, but, I mean, it's it's a lot harder to get ten yards than what I think on one play, you know. Like, everybody knows, like, okay, this is where you got to go. So, I feel like, you know, you know. I mean, I mean, you see it a lot, you see it a lot of times on third and ten, a team gets, gets first down, stuff like that. But uh, m- more times out in – they don't they don't make it so i like i said i feel like that's the last resort we got the mlb up um what do you want to start with pitchers and catchers report soon with some nerdy like baseball stuff to say <laughs> well get ready for that <laughs> where's the sunflower seeds um i well since you brought up pitchers i say we uh just go and go ahead into that and talk about the uh change for the pitchers um that they're coming up with that uh you have to face at least three you have to face at least three batters or end the inning yeah be, okay before you can be taken out um i feel like the end the inning could be like their way out of you know just facing one batter um it definitely but, allows a little strategy still, which I like. It, it it's kind of like a nice compromise, I think. Like you can still use him to get that last uh, couple strikes or whatever. But then again, you're not always going to be able to have that luxury. Sometimes you just got to bring him in. Yeah, I I I don't like it because I think it does take away from um the a manager str- a, no a manager strategy of okay. I'm going to bring, you know, this left-handed pitcher in against this right-handed guy or vice versa. Um, Before we actually get into this baseball thing, I want to tell everybody, um, before you guys give me the Joe Rogan business, um, baseball is not my suit, my strong suit. So bear with me and, you know, hopefully I can uh, learn something from you guys. You guys can learn something from me. 
but just don't you know give me the Joe Rogan business. What's the Joe Rogan? Like he, like 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 he like he gave Stephen A. Oh yeah. Oh man, <laughs> if anybody's gonna get that, that's me. We need Cole on here. Cole's our baseball guy. Cole, if yeah. you're watching. Um, but uh, I that, that so, was supposed to be a joke that was told poorly. Um, but anyway. Um, yeah, I, I like I was saying, I feel like that they, they're taken away from the manager's position. Um, and I've talked to a couple guys about this. And, and one guy brought up the point where he, he was like, I, I like it. Um, and he, he was saying that, you know, it might cost um, some people their jobs, you know, because there are some pitchers that, you know, that's their only role. Like they can't really come in and throw to two, three batters, you know, they're, they're just for that one, one out. Right. So, or, is, this, so. A, is this one of those baseball needs to speed up because everybody has ADD things? Well, yeah, I think that's what they're trying to do just because, you know, you go to the bullpen and you got to, you know, you, the manager goes out, talks to the guy, then this guy's got to run, you know, 800 yards across the baseball field to get to the pitcher's mound. Then he's already been warming up for the past 20 minutes. And then he's got to come out and throw a couple balls. Then you go to commercial. Okay, so and then he cut. I just feel like you know. baseball's really out of touch. Like, they don't – they're not considering, like, what – like, they're like, okay, we need to get more people interested in baseball because it's boring. And then they're like, well, what can we do? They don't want to disturb the old fans because the, you know, the purists because it's baseball and you don't mess with it because yeah. it's fucking historical. And I understand that. But then there's this other side where they keep saying, well, we need to get the game and get more people interested. And they automatically point to this problem is that people can't pay attention. And that's not the case. Yeah. So, like, baseball needs to figure out why, what's happening. Is it their broadcast? Is it, like, how can they adapt elsewhere? Instead of, like, they just, they're, like, this is their, like, such a lazy attempt. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? I feel like they, they use this as a, they, these excuses as, like, well, it's because the games are too lo- taking too long. No, that's okay. not it. Yeah, because if you think about I don't know what the average time of a baseball game is, but let's just say it's three hours, three and a half hours. Um you know, most football games are, you know, they start at 1 o'clock, they end at 4, so that's four hours. You ever watch a primetime you know, college game? Um, you know, if that's you... That's like a uh, fucking seven-hour ordeal. Yeah, so, like, if I'm going to the stadium and paying my money and stuff like that, I want the game to last as long as possible. I'm trying to get my money's worth. You know, not everybody goes to games and stuff like that, but, um, you know, so... But as a baseball fan... You know, they want the game to last longer. Now, the new people, um, the people that's really not interested, they are not probably going to sit there and watch nine innings. Um, but that's where that's where the fandom comes in because, you know, a guy could be sitting there watching a baseball game and get hooked. Yeah. You know, just like, you know, or, you know, a kid could just start playing baseball. Or, and you know now he's watching. So I, I feel like it it doesn't come from necessarily watching the game all the time. You know maybe if more people actually went out and played baseball and stuff like that, then more people would get into it. Okay, like so this is what I think. I think baseball. I think w- what you're saying is what I agree with is that baseball like is this emotional connection to a sport. That's like this unique thing about baseball. There's something about going to the ballpark, um, 
getting a hot dog, doing the seventh yeah. inning stretch. The experience, baseball is an experience. You play it with your yeah. friends. Everybody plays it when they're a kid. You know, so it's like this thing. It's 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 different than a lot of sports, you know. And so, yeah. but it's like, how do you? Because like I've said this about baseball. It's I've tried hard to like get into it, and I can't watch it on TV. If I I've always said this. If I had season tickets, dude, I feel like I would be my jam. If I could go and watch, you know, let's say twenty to thirty games, I think that would just change the way I viewed it. Even less than that, maybe 10 to 15 games. I would still feel more attached to the team, but I have this problem with sports whenever there's so many games that it just, it's hard to, it's so weird to try and root for a body of work rather than an instant result, especially being a huge, like, football guy, like, everything matters all the time, everything's... Every mistake counts. You know what I mean. So it's yeah, just, it's just and, and different. I can I, I can understand that too because like I'm I'm like that with the uh, the NBA. Like if I see that you know one of the top teams playing some scrub team, I probably won't even watch the game. Whereas if I see like two top teams, you know, getting ready to go head to head, I'll I'll watch the game. So with baseball, it's kind of the same way. You know. A lot of the because they played three, four game series. So if you got a top tier team playing a scrub team, you know, you're probably going to be like, oh, well, they should, you know, kick their ass or whatever. And, and I'm not even going to worry about that. Whereas if you got, you know, two division leaders going head to head, you know, Sunday night baseball or whatever, you're probably going to tune into that. So um, if maybe the teams, started getting more even um, to where like, you know, you didn't have one team going out here and buying all the championship players and this team over here stuck with all the prospects that might help. Yeah. Um, a more competitive league. Yeah. A more, a more competitive all around league. I, I think that would help a lot because more people are going to be in tune to watching, you know, two good teams than they are watching one good team against one base. It's like college football. It's, nobody, it, nobody wants to watch Ohio State play um, Miami of Ohio. Right. You know, you're going to watch it for the first five minutes and be like, "Oh, it's thirty-five nothing. I'm going to go do something else." Same way with baseball. You get one great team, one bad team, and you turn it on. And it's the first inning, and it's six nothing. You're like, "Well, this game's over." So why keep watching it? That's the problem, though. It's the age-old discussion about like the salary cap, but the big market teams make up such a large part of the revenue. The league's hands are tied. Even if they wanted to give yeah. in against all the money they make, uh, for those teams, they wouldn't. You know, so it's just kind of screwed. Yeah. It's just like there's like this weird monopoly, and you're kind of just forced to hope your team hits on some, like within their time windows every whatever years you know which sucks yeah but like i said you know and i i'm pretty sure i'm exaggerating some of these numbers and and whatnot but i feel like definitely a more competitive league would would definitely help encourage people to watch more and be more in tune to it instead of them just trying to okay they've tried everything else they're they're trying all of this oh let's change this let's change this let's change this let's change this but Everybody has been saying for years and years and years and years, get a salary cap and make it, you know, somewhat more even. Mm-hmm. And that that 
that might be their uh, solution to their whole problem. Yeah, but they, I, I but think they just point. won't do it. I think you have a good point. I think that's a great place to start. I also think my other idea is to get, you know, they're they're obviously wanting to get a younger demographic involved, and, and so like I don't know, like why not? Like how many games go? without sold tickets like figure out a way to get people in those seats get people to the ballpark like get people invested in these teams like make it accessible to the average fan you know what i mean i'm sure tickets aren't that much normally or whatever but like figure give them to college students i don't know like you know what i mean like get people a reason to go watch baseball get once you have them there captivate them and, and Turn them into fans. Like, you know what I mean? You have to take responsibility at some point as a league and quit saying, you know, these damn kids don't understand our great sport and just fucking figure it out. Yeah. Well, they're, they're still, uh, they're still appealing to us, uh, us boomer guys, uh, per se. Right. (laughs) You know, they, they haven't figured out how to, uh, I guess I try to think of like, why don't I go to the, like, why don't I watch baseball? Why don't I go to enough games? Like, why is it, like, I try to think like, what, what's the disconnect here? You know what I mean? Like, I, I can't figure it out. Yeah. I, I, I just think it's, uh, it, it just comes down to whether, like, once you show interest in, into it, if whether you grab a hold of it and, and, go for the ride or if you're just kind of like yeah no i'm cool or nope i'm not doing this at all you know because i i me personally i uh i watch baseball but i'm one of those i'm just kind of interested for a little while and then i'm like i'm cool but i know guys out there that can literally tell you like the stats and salaries and everything of like all of the players and it's it's awesome to hear those guys talk about that because those are the true baseball fans right yeah and oh i love it i'm so envious that's what i'm i'm envious of the people that get it because and it's like it's very stat driven like i I like for as much as I love like fantasy football and I'm digging in like apart all these nfl stats that's what i love about it you know what i mean so like to be a I wish I could do that with something with as much like to grab from as baseball. You know, it's such a huge sample size compared to the NFL. And I just, I don't know. There's just, it never, never clicked. Um, speaking of fantasy, uh, you know, if possibly if we get enough interest, we could start a Schwinn Schwartz um, fantasy baseball. Definitely. There's, uh, there's got to be know. a fun way to play that. I tried before and it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, I, I just I just wanted to throw that out there for if there's any baseball listeners listening now. If you know you have yeah. any ideas or if you're interested, get a hold of us and we'll see if we can't, you know, make that happen for you guys. I feel like part mm-hmm. of my mustache is like Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Corey's grooming on the show. What the heck? <laughs> All right, so uh okay, I will say this. This this would be a great segue because the other rule change that we're going to talk about like the proposed uh, playoff rule change. Playoff baseball is something that I have like that does get my interest, but once again, I feel like now it gets me with just like the NFL, mistakes matter more. It's more, hey, these are the games. This is what you can do. It's kind of like the NBA. You know what I mean? The playoffs are great. And so, like, I 
I, what do you 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 do you have the um the proposed rule brought up? Do you want to try to work through this? Okay, so, uh, yeah, they have. They're trying to expand the the. Uh, um, it's just a proposal right now. They're they're thinking about it. They're trying to go from five teams to seven teams, and uh, from each side. Teams with the best record in each league, they'll, they'll get wild card buys. And this is where it gets confusing to me I, that I don't understand. It says two division winners and top wild card team host all games of a three-game series. Um, so are they saying, you know, the two division winners plus, you know, like that wild card team that would have had that spot anyway, like in the in the one game playoff. Yep. They get that wild card spot. Okay. All right. Okay, so they and get then, the wild, instead of having that one game, it turns into a three game series. Uh, uh, yes. But whoever has the better record, the division winner, gets to play all games at home. No, plus the top wild card team gets to play that game at home. Oh, okay. And then, uh. The other thing was two the two division winners, two other division winners get to pick their opponents. I think what it boils down to is it basically goes from seeding and you get to pick who you want to play. So like the one seed gets yeah. to pick who they want to play, two seed and then three well, seed. Well the one seed would the one seed would be on a bye. Oh, they the get, they get, yeah. They, yeah, they get the buy. So then it would go two, three, two through six. So the two seed gets to pick first who they want to play. The three seed gets to pick who they want to play. Unless they want to play the three seed. Well, yeah. Um, okay. I don't. I don't like it. Um, well, I'm, it's never going to happen. Hold, 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 I, I don't think it's going to happen. But you know, uh, for one, I, I don't like change, and I think that's just changing. They're they're trying to change too much. You know. Okay. Are you trying to play games into, you know, Thanksgiving? I think you know. Are are you are you going to shorten the season or or how? You know, what I'm saying, how is this going to affect? Um, but they're only adding I, two games, right? Well, I'm not sure. Well, they're basically adding a whole another series. Wouldn't they, wouldn't they be? Like yeah, you're, yeah, you're adding yeah, two. Yeah, you're, well, I think they're trying know. to model basically like the NBA. Like how, like the NBA, like just slowly expanded the playoffs, and then they expanded all the series, and which okay. I I think I love it if they take away from the season. Okay, now think about the NBA. There's probably eighty percent of the people that say the NBA playoffs has too many teams. I'm not you know, one of those you, people. You, you have you have over half of the league that makes the playoffs. Yeah, which in, with with baseball, I don't think it would be. It would be close. Half to half the league, but I'm I'm not quite sure. It'd be a right close. Uh, I mean, well, you're talking what fourteen teams, and there's thirty. Yeah. One thirty. I don't know. I don't. I, I, that, that's my baseball knowledge. I don't even know how many teams there are. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So um, go ahead. Um, so therefore I, I don't, I don't like it. Um, on the other hand, I can see it. Um, and this is, this is actually coming from somebody I talked to. This is his opinion on the situation. You know, he was like, he thought that it would benefit some teams. Um, for example, the Indians who won 94 games last year and missed the playoffs. Yeah. 
you know, so it, it would help, you know, in that, with that format, it would help um, some teams. Um, but it's just like I, we were like talking I, about, like the, the smaller market teams, it does, it helps them out a lot. At least, at least if you're a team, uh, you know, a fan of a team like the Indians or someone similar, at least you get to see your team in the playoffs. I mean, sure, maybe you get blown out for three games or whatever, but you get to see your team play a little bit of postseason baseball. It gives some other teams opportunities. Look at the Nationals, dude. Anything can yeah, happen, it, uh, you know, so so maybe it gives it a little bit of like some underdog stories. I, I don't know. Like if it if it doesn't go longer, like into my football season, I'm cool with it. <laughs> but don't even think about coming anywhere yeah. close to November. I, I think if they do do it, they need to shorten the season and and um use that time to carry out this and why not extended extended playoffs like um, why not i, I feel you like know? i feel like that might be something that they could also look into as trying to get more people involved too is uh shortening the season well um, either either way you know starting starting a little later so it still continues into october so you still got your mr october yep. and, and stuff like that you know, or possibly um, ending the season, giving people uh, a little bit of a rest before they start the playoffs. Um, I know some people don't wouldn't like that idea because you know if your team's on a hot streak, on a roll, you don't want them to take that time off heading into the playoffs. But you know that could be something that I feel could be looked into. Yeah. Also, I mean, like if anything, like make it. Um... <clears throat> It's you know I don't know it just it just would add some to I'm a, I'm all about it I mean and think think about it baseball is like almost like a eight month long sport right you know it's pitchers and catchers are getting ready to port soon if some of them haven't already and then you're talking about going all the way up until October you know from spring training to the end you know that's eight months of dedication that's you know and it's day in and day out it's not like you know, you play one game, you get a week off. No, you're playing games back to back to back and then traveling. Yep. So, you know, I, I feel like it would – I'm not saying like a lot of people get hurt in baseball, but, uh, you know, it might help uh, some of the star players um, stay a little bit healthier, possibly play a little bit longer. It makes sense yeah. from a dollar standpoint too because it, let's say those teams that do get to go in now that would have been done – even the weeks leading up, first off, helps attendance in the weeks leading up to uh, the playoffs. Because yeah. now instead of having these teams that are, hey, well, we're eliminated, your team still has a chance, maybe. You know what I mean? You could have some tight yeah. playoff races. And then instead of, let's say, we you, we cut off the last two weeks of the regular season and make it this expansion playoff, you're going to get way more attendance, viewership, money for tickets, oh, everything yeah. Yeah. than you would off of those teams that normally would be basically nobody could would come to the games. So, yeah, I, I think if they do do it, that's what will end up will happen. That's what will end up happening is they will um, take off at the back half of the or back end of the season and uh, incorporate that just because you know think about playoff tickets prices compared to regular season prices you know they 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 tripled quadruple or, or whatever you know so i feel like that's where they 
baseball as a whole will feel like okay, this is is warranted. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think uh, I don't know what. And you know what they should do is like figure out a way. Just make it like rapid fire games. Like, hey, this is this is wild card week, and it's like fucking noon it starts and we got a game and a game and then a game and then a game and then a game and then a game and like fucking just blast like take over that entire week during the week or whatever you know what i mean well, game I starts at they, 11 on the west coast or i mean on the east coast or something like that and then the last game starts in prime time on the west coast and you do three games a day for like a week and a half that would be cool well, I think they pretty much do that now where, you know, it's like back-to-back, you know, games on one night. They're going to have a lot of games to get in, so I guess they probably have to. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I don't know. Um, like I said, I, I'm not a big guy on change. Um, you know, I guess that's the, the the old boomer in me. Uh, I actually had a joke about that in there, but I told it earlier, so I'm not going to say it again. Okay, boomer. Uh, <laughs> okay, I boomer. I forgot my joke. I already told my joke. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh you know I, I i just i'm not a big guy on change I, I i feel like you know just keep the game the way it goes and that's that start wrapping this up but what do you say i got nothing to right. contribute to baseball conversation at the moment i guess pitchers and catchers will be reporting soon i'm told Yes, I, I don't know exactly when, but uh, it, it keeps popping up on my news feed, especially for the uh, the tribe. Yeah, um, I do. I do follow the tribe. Um, you know that 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 is my team of choice. Uh, I try to keep up with them, see what they're doing. You know, as far as record wise and stuff like that goes. Right. So I guess, and to wrap this up, we'll just take a couple minutes. What is there any like other like awesome news stories you want to touch on? Because there's just one really funny thing that I want to touch on, and I know you uh, said no NFL, but it's a good one. Um, well, okay, I I do have something. This is from like a week ago. Uh, the, and just give, give me your thoughts on uh, like unretiring uh numbers. I think it's to, <laughs> I think it's bullshit. Like it's complete. I I just think it's disrespectful. Like what? Like these people did something so great for your organization that you told them that nobody could ever replace them in that uniform, and that forever they're going to be in the rafters, and that's immortal. That's forever. You don't for, go yeah. back on that. That is your promise to them, alive or dead, that, hey, that is yours. You did everything. You gave everything to this school or this team, and you deserve that. So I, I think it's complete bullshit, and it's completely disrespectful to the players. And I, I honestly, any team that would do something like that would immediately lose any bit of respect that I would have for them. Okay, the, the reason I brought it up is uh, I seen an article last last week where the Colorado Buffaloes um, football program is they're either considering unretiring numbers for recruitment or they have unretired these numbers for the recruits that are coming in. Um, I, I guess is that the way? And, and then they're going to. Uh, they're going to honor these guys their and their numbers with with a patch on on the jerseys from now on. So I guess that's our way of covering it up. 
but so is that the tactic now is uh hey come to my school and i'll give you whatever number you want i I completely agree with you you know once you have put that in writing or, or whatever set in stone that this number is never to be worn by another human being because of the greatness that you displayed in it yeah. that's it you put that's like, it. like there's a, like that's like you don't that's not not everybody gets like, there's only so many numbers not everybody gets their number yeah. retired so you're saying like when you say that to that athlete you're telling them nobody can ever do what you did wearing that number like that's yeah. that's like the great one of the greatest honors in sports like in, in sports yes fuck yes. these millennial kids i don't care if you want to be 23 <laughs> bitch yeah it, yeah it's it's crazy and uh i i just i was looking at my notes and we was going to talk about it at, a, at another point but we didn't get to and i just wanted to bring it up because i think hilarious but at the same time, so disrespectful to those pastors that, you know, uh, like you said, I feel like if they if they already do that, then like they, they should lose a lot of respect uh, from a sportsman standpoint. Uh, yeah, it, I, it's terrible. Hey, we got somebody who wanted us to answer a question. OK, uh, we'll do our best. Wyatt Hines, who y'all got for NBA All-Star Game MVP? Ooh. Uh, I think I would go with uh LeBron. Oh, you I think? mean, I think I think he that's the obvious choice. Yeah, it seems like the perfect setup for old Bron Bron to put on a show, huh? I yeah uh, here, but it could always be something really stupid. Like I don't know, like you get like nine hundred points from Russ or something like that. Like he just decides he's gonna. Well, I want to do this too, and he gets a quadruple yeah. double or something. Uh. Then they they changed the format this year, didn't they? It's oh yeah, they're doing something goofy. Yeah, they're like going to score a certain amount of points in the fourth quarter or something like that. Is that what it is? I, I I'm not a hundred percent sure. I did. I, we were I not looked at it for this and topic. didn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I looked at it and didn't even read it. I was just like, you know what? I'll just you know, because I, I really don't watch. I watch the uh, the 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 skills challenges and stuff. Yeah. Uh, to me, the uh, All Star Game is just kind of uh, free for all for you know them guys just to go out there and just have fun, and so I really don't take it you know like that serious. You know, I just feel like it's it, that's that's their time to go out there and just let loose and be uh, kids playing basketball yeah, in a I, sense. I think they should do uh, like East and West. Like they should do like. T- one team should just be all 24s and one should be all 8s. That would be dope. I, I, I think I think uh, it's 24 and 2s is what they're doing. Oh, okay. Or, or at least at least I know LeBron's wearing number 2 and uh, Giannis is wearing 24, I do believe. So, But to answer Wyatt's question, I do believe uh, LeBron's going to win it. I think he's going to go out there with uh, – um, uh, on a mission just because of, uh, of everything that's going on. But I, I can see where, you, you know, uh, Russ might be like, you know what, bro, back up. This, this is my show today. Uh, score results in the fourth because the game usually gets out of hand. Uh, stats will count for a full game, but it's virtually a new game in the fourth quarter. 
he picks Trey Young. I like that. It's 24 and 2 is to honor Kobe and his daughter. All right. I like that. Okay. I like yeah. that. Uh, I think that's that's cool. That's a, that's like um, that's a good tribute. I, I look for um, – honestly, I haven't started paying attention to basketball yet, so I don't even know who I'd pick. I'm going with the honest just because I love him. Yeah. So how about that? Yeah. Uh, because he's what, great. Ha, ha, have you seen Have you seen the teams? No, I haven't. Okay, um, you know they they both picked. Uh, I think it was last week. They they both picked teams, and honestly, I don't see how the East wins the All Star Game because I don't know what Giannis was drinking. I don't know if he was thinking about you know his wife possibly going into labor, whatever the situation was, but. It was like LeBron picked all the good guys, and Giannis just took all the the other guys, and was like, "Hey guys, we're going we're going to see how it goes." Because <laughs> uh, uh, I, I feel like I feel like the West has the better team out of the two. All right, I think our um, I think our stream is is frozen. Oh. Oh no, it's not. Okay, never mind. Okay. It just froze um, on my screen. Okay, we're good. Uh, yeah. So I. So, so. Go ahead. What was you gonna? What was you gonna um, get to your your uh, point before we got to the unretired jerseys and all of that? Oh, Jameis Winston got a LASIK eye surgery, and I think it's the funniest thing. <laughs> yeah, it, I I see <laughs> I see somebody post that and. It's true. Uh, Fucking blind as in his interception, squinting all over. <laughs> oh, Mike Evans is out there somewhere. Okay, so if that's the case, uh, do you not wear contacts for one? And if contacts don't work, uh, you know there are people that wear sports goggles or and, and stuff like that. No, they should make you like could... a bifocal visor form or some it, shit. Yeah, like we well, have I, the I, technology. I, well, I think that's part of the reasons like some of these guys can wear like the uh, full tinted um, visors is because they have an eye condition. So why couldn't they make, they got you know, why, why couldn't they make a full prescription, you know, half and half like glasses, face mask? Bro, you know, I, I don't understand that right now. We trademark that. <laughs> if anybody full makes that, that's our invention. Yeah, you owe us the millions that you're going to make from yeah, it. Yeah, prescription uh, things. Yeah, but uh, I just think it's so funny, man. That guy, you always see him squinting out there and shit. It's been a joke forever. Yeah, for forever. Yeah, like maybe he's funny, so though. dumb he didn't even need the surgery. He just got it. He just got it. Just to it's an endorsement it. deal. He had to get a surgery it, though to like <laughs> endorse him fully. It could be because I've never seen the guy with glasses like off the field or, you know, in any interviews or anything like that. Of course, he could have contacts in. But I mean, even how bad do your eyes have to be that your contacts aren't working and you're still squinting like that? Like he maybe just would, doesn't want to be a nerd. I, I guess. But he doesn't want to be like know. you, a nerd. Look at you. Well, hey, I, look good. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, you know. 
So, all right, let's wrap this up. How, how 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 much of the game film did he miss by you know squinting? I mean, it had to be all of it because obviously he threw what like eighty interceptions this year. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> what if he's like a whole new man now? He's like wild thing, dude. He just needed glasses. He's he just, just like, oh my goodness, slinging it. You know, you know what would be so funny is if he actually came out next year with a wild thing haircut because of his LASIK and surgery. And he goes to the he goes to the Patriots <laughs> and then they win like thirty. Thirty more Super Bowls. Oh no! See now, see now, you said uh, cursor words, the Patriots and Super Bowl. Well, I just, we're tired. I, we're, we're tired. Of I just like to expect the worst, and then hopefully it doesn't happen. Because yeah. anything, nothing surprises me at this point with them cheating bastards. And it wouldn't be a show if I didn't take a stab there. <laughs> All right. Well. Um, Anybody who tuned in, we appreciate it. Uh, hopefully this wasn't too terrible on the technical end. We did our best to adjust on the fly. I'm excited to look at it and listen to it back. We're going to put this out on uh, podcast form. If you didn't get to watch the whole or listen to the whole thing, uh, it'll be out on all digital platforms that you could listen to. And I'll also post the video. It'll be on here and on YouTube. So, yeah, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh... Any comments, you know, good or bad, criticism is always good for, um, so we can work on things to get better, bring you guys a better show. Uh, we would appreciate it. You know, any feedback, good or bad, uh, bring it to us. And, uh, any we'll suggestions, try to keep this. segments, anything you want to hear us talk about, we'll dig into anything. We'll, uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll try to um, make this a more regular um process program and uh for you guys and so uh thanks for tuning in we appreciate it until next time <laughs>